Hey there, friends. Can you believe it's September? Man, man, oh man, it's already that time of the year. Our customers are going to start clamoring for all those fall goodies. The spice lattes are all out. And maybe you're starting to panic or getting a little more serious about getting customers in the door and having a wonderful rest of the sales year, right? There's probably a big to-do list that you have in your head or maybe on oodles of pieces of paper all around your office and shop and everywhere. <laughs> that happens a lot. It happens to me, I know. So in today's episode, I have a special guest. I'm hoping she will be able to help you with some of that to-do list and um, I just want to take a minute before we jump in and meet Emily and remind you that you don't have to do it all. I know, I'm a planner, y'all know I'm talking all the time telling you about being a planner, but we don't have to make it perfect all the time. We don't have to do every single thing and idea that pops into our head. So that's why I really want to encourage you to make sure that you're making a plan for the holidays for your marketing. Ideally, ideally in a perfect world, right? We want to make sure that we have all our key fundamentals in place. You know, the right inventory, the right admin support. We want to have our numbers under control. We want to make sure that we have a good strategic marketing plan in place. And all of that doesn't have to be you know, complicated and overwhelming. We want to do it simple. My word of the year, or my sentence of the year has been to simplify and amplify. And that's what I've been watching my retailers do as well. So I'm now on that note, it's not too late. You can join us inside my retailers inner circle. If you need some help with that, that's my monthly coaching group. We have a holiday boot camp that's not too late to join us. We've been working through, we worked started in August, but it's a self-directed, I guess, if that's the right way word to say nowadays on your own. But inside the group, we're sharing lots of strategies and help for marketing. And honestly, really just supporting one another um, into what works for you, because not everybody has to do all of the things. So even with your event planning and even with your workshops or whatever you're planning over the holidays, simplify and amplify. Make sure you're not overdoing it, but plan, make a plan. That would be the most helpful tip I can give you and making sure that we have our business foundations in place as well too. Your pricing structure, your inventory under control, all so important. And, and you know that, and I'm not telling you anything new, but I do want to remind you that it doesn't have to be perfect and doesn't have to be you know, completely every idea that pops into that beautiful, creative mind of yours done. But anyway, I'm hoping that's helpful to you, to somebody out there, and I hope somebody needs to hear that out, out there today. But listen, I have a really good guest on today. I have a really um, important guest on today. I have invited my former right-hand girl, Emily Regan, to join us, and she's going to help us figure out what we can hire out. We get a little bit, I get, I get asked and we get a little bit overwhelmed sometimes thinking about what do we hire a VA for or an admin assist or a digital marketing or a PR company? What, who do we hire and what do we hire them for and how do we do all of that? 
So Emily, again, like I said, she was my former right-hand person, but still very involved in helping me with marketing and that type of thing. She now runs her own business, training VAs and helping them match um, VAs to people. So she has an entire group that that's, you know, to job listings and that type of thing. And uh, she gives some really great advice in today's podcast. So I'm recording this intro after what do they call that? A later gram, I guess, uh, after our interview. And we were, we've been talking since the interview. And one of the things that Emily's going to share, which she doesn't talk about in the podcast, because we talked about it after, is that she has a list uh, and a document that's going to help us. It's a list of interview questions to ask when you're hiring somebody. And it's so good. I love it. It's something I use and I'm really, I'm really happy she's going to share that with us. So that'll be in the show notes for you. All right, without further ado, let's jump in, chat with Emily, listen up if you, you know, take some notes. Don't, don't think that a VA is not right for you. I, I always did. I'm going to be honest. I always thought at the time I'd have to be ready for, hiring out that step. For some reason, we don't have any problem, you know, hiring out other things, but we just don't know what we could hire out virtually, I guess, or even in our own town. And one of the things that she's going to share with you is also the things that you can do to train your people. And I love this. It's great advice. How if you already have somebody on your team, and they just need to level up a little tiny bit on whatever it is that maybe the next level that you want them to stay on board with. We have a great conversation about that. I'm so happy that she joined us. And um, I hope you'll love this podcast episode. So listen in. It's Emily Regan. And she is going to share all the things about getting support for you as we're jumping into this crazy, crazy season and help us tackle all of that to-do list, maybe while we're sipping on a spice latte, right? So, all right, my friends, I hope you enjoy the interview. Without further ado, here's Emily. Running a retail business doesn't have to be so hard. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast, the go-to podcast for creative shop owners, studio owners, and independent retailers. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, retail business coach and mentor. Each week, I'll share simple, proven business strategies, inspiring stories from fellow retailers, and advice from industry experts. Together, we're going to work to find the success you want from your retail business with more profits in your till and a little more joy in your life. Hey, everybody, and thanks for being here. I have a special guest, as I mentioned today. I am so excited to introduce you to the amazing Emily. Emily has been uh, such a, a big part of my business, my business journey, and now doing her own thing. And I'm very excited. Well, we're still working together. But Emily, welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast. Hey, Wendy. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited about this conversation because I love helping brick and mortar business owners. So thanks for having me. Uh, well, I am. Uh, there's a million questions that we could talk about. I wanted to bring Emily on today to share a little bit about working with uh, and I don't like the term VA. I know I don't think I don't know if it's is it are we saying VA these days? What are we saying? I know it's it's such a I don't know heavy word that has so many different meanings I mean, and so many misnomers. And we can talk all about the VA world, but really, 
Yeah. People are saying it. I still have to use it for my own SEO because virtual assistant really means anyone helping you remotely. So we can say it. Right. Okay. Well, so, and that could be anything, but I do. So I do, uh, I have so many retailers that need so much support and uh, I'm like, I, they're the only person, not the only person, but the best person to bring in is the go-to. So Emily's here to talk to us about that. So Emily, can you just give us a little bit of background about, um, (laughs) I want to say like what you do, you do so many things, but how did you end up and like, tell us a little bit about your business journey because your business journey is really exciting as well too. Oh, thank you. So I'm a military spouse. We've moved a lot and I had this wonderful college degrees. I had a lot of experience, but I always struggled starting over, finding a career, building my name up when no one knew who I was, right? And we're moving every one, two, three years if we were lucky. And I kind of fell into this freelancing world when a client asked me, it was a brick and mortar, my very first retainer client asked me to help with some PR, which was actually my background. So that was cool. And then asked for help with Facebook marketing. And he owned a print shop in Oklahoma City. And he just couldn't keep up with it. He's so busy doing the work and having his physical location to keep up with as well that he he couldn't do it. And so I dove in to help. I didn't know what I was getting into at all, Wendy. I wasn't even really looking for work. I was in the middle of a transition, a lot of things going on in my life. We had just got PCS orders, which in the military means you're being told to move again. And I was having to leave my dream job, but I had built connections with so many artists. I was working at a nonprofit arts council and made lots of connections with artists, love that world. And so I said, yes. And I helped him, uh, you know, get on some podcasts, do some press releases and mostly Facebook marketing. And so from there, I've just helped clients with this whole marketing back end of their business. (laughs) And as you know, business, we have, you know, our six major you know, categories of what's happening. We have like operations, accounting, finance, we have research and development, we have HR, we have marketing and sales. And there's also that, you know, that admin support that goes into the operations. So I quickly kind of found myself helping more with the marketing because of my background in PR and journalism and a lot of the things I had done. But really, I was just the right hand woman to get things done because that's what they needed. They needed someone who could wear many hats, get stuff done and take it on and just know that it was off their plate. So for about, what, 13 years now, I've been freelancing and it wasn't always all in you know, sometimes I was just doing it in the cracks of time. I kept having babies. I now have four children. I eventually started working with Jennifer Allwood, which was somewhat of a fluke um, and ended up being on her team and just ingraining myself there and always saying yes to helping her. Uh, we, I really took over Pinterest for her first and then I just kept getting clients. So I was in the creative world a lot, which is how I met you. I was with a lot of furniture painters and creatives and designers because they were using Pinterest marketing. And now I have a course where I teach women how to do the same exact marketing work and get started as we say, a digital marketing assistant, which is, you know, a type of virtual assistant. And I help them get jobs. I help them stay up to date with their training and just help them build a business from scratch. Like I had to do 13 years ago. Yeah. That's so awesome. So our story is that 
and just for our audience and those of you who might, who might not know, I know, I know some of my inner circle members know you and uh, you've, you've been inside the inner circle helping me and doing some tech trainings and that kind of thing in there for us. But I think it's really funny because you, you, I met you through Jennifer Allwood's creative circle or whatever. I can't remember what it was called. And <laughs> through that creative world again. And I wanted, I like, I didn't know what I needed help with. So I laugh because you say right-hand women, that is what you were for me. Like I was like, I have this thing happening. <laughs> this is business I'm building. Yeah. Just juggling all these balls. And again, like you said, there was admin, there was marketing, there was all these things. And you uh, had finished your position with Jennifer Allwood and, or maybe you were still working with Jen. I don't know. I, re- I remember Wendy, because I wasn't going to take you on because yeah. I was pretty yeah. full. Yeah. And you had a holiday boot camp coming up. Yeah, and yeah. You needed Which, help. And yeah, yeah. yeah, we still do the holiday boot yeah. camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, I'll just do this for a project and, you know, extra Christmas money. And I was pretty tapped out. And I just loved working with you so much. And that's kind of the fun thing about the projects is I can get in with clients, um, realize if they're fun, if I like their business, how are they to work with? And then I can say yes. And I end up staying with you. We launched your membership. We went to Tribe together. It was a beautiful relationship. Yeah, we had so much fun. So I often joke and people hear me and I say this with love in my heart. So because of Emily, uh, that first boot camp, because it was like, I just want to help. I'm like, I came from the position of like, I just want to help retailers have a really good holiday with the knowledge that I have. And you were like, okay, you need to do this, 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 this. Like, she was like, Emily was doing my graph. Like you did the graph. wasn't just the graphics. You did the graphics. You're like, okay, you need to send out an email and you need to like, and we did it. We filled the boot camp, which was like phenomenal to me. It was like, wow, this is working. We didn't use Pinterest. We used, and it's, yeah, I'm very grateful for that. And because I didn't have all of the I kind of, you know what, needs to be done but there was so much so, so Emily's much. brain is really weird too and I and I say that again with love because your brain is there but I often joke about our relationship being that we we work together and many people uh, listening to this might know that I we I went regularly and to tribe which was a with Sue McLaren to build memberships <laughs> and so I went one year and then the second year I said Emily you have to come with me so she came with me because I really wanted her to be understand the mission or you know like the whole big picture right it was really funny we had a wonderful time got to meet in person it was so good but then Emily realized hey I'm so good to help all these other people so I I regularly joke with Emily and with anybody um that you know I brought her to tribe and now she's like doing this massive beautiful business <laughs> of her own so anyway but I'm still we still do work together so I'm still grateful for that but it is interesting because you do have a tribe of people behind you of freelancers and these digital marketing assistants and you know I have seen and worked with many of your VAs that you're training and you call yourselves unicorns because I think that's what you are. I feel like you're a unicorn. Yeah, it's a myth. Like everyone thinks you have to specialize in one thing and you can't be well-rounded. I'm like, actually, you can be linear. You can be creative. You can be multi-passionate. And so that's how I kind of came up with the unicorn term because it's so hard to describe what we do. Like we like supporting behind the scenes. No successful business owner does it on their own. If you think someone's doing it on their own, you're being lied to. That is a big myth. It's not happening. And yeah, I always struggle. Like, what am I? And there's this sweet spot. I'm going to call it sweet spot. It's really a terrible spot when you're starting and you can't have the 15 person team of all specialists at premium prices. Like you need the go-getter who's just going to do it. So that's my unicorn. 
Right. And you're a unicorn, but I know you're training unicorns as well. Yeah. So you, you have those under yeah. your, and you, um, so Emily works with and trains lots of different people from like in different niches to be unicorns, I guess, to help. So she has training courses and memberships and, and, and we're going to speak a little bit to that at, in a minute, but I do want to touch on what you said about, or unpack what you said about retailers, especially we aren't doing it alone. We can't do it alone. There's this common thread that I hear with my clients and my inner circle and with my private clients that I hear regularly. Um, I just, first of all, they don't know what help is available. So that's one thing, but we have this block, like we'll, we'll hire floor staff, we'll hire store managers, we'll hire bookkeepers, we'll hire, um, like we won't think about, you know, anything, if we need a warehouse person or, you know, somebody to help with stock, we'll hire those people. But there's a block, it stops when I say, okay, you need to hire a marketing, you need to hire somebody with marketing, or you need to hire, you know, a digital marketing assistant or a VA to help you with, so that you can, you know, I feel like our job is to be the CEO and run the business. Again, like you said, no one's doing it alone. I was really good at teaching. I was really good at what I was doing. My superpowers were helping the retailers. My superpowers are not on the back end. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> knows me, knows that that is like, I am not, I'm really good out front. I am not good in the back. So, and that's common, like, you know, really good at selling maybe, or really good at merchandising, really good at whatever you're doing in your store. But there's this, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a block. I don't know what it is. Like, who do I hire? How do I hire? Um, do you know, is it a PR firm, which is where a lot of people go to these big PR firms, which I have a whole opinion on that. Oh God, <laughs> they, don't build, they don't build relationship. Anyway, they don't get to know your, you know, your independent brand, in my opinion. Um, not all of them, some of them. So there's this missing link. Can you help us understand what it is a VA can do or a digital marketing assistant, what, what, what is that missing piece that who can we hire and what can they do to help us? What types of things can they help us with? Yeah. The marketing block is an interesting piece. Now, first of all, a lot of CEO and visionaries in the, this other world where I play, they, a lot of them come from marketing. So they think they can do it themselves. They take it on, but it's the, the workload of it is wow. too much. If you're already running a store, even if you don't have a marketing background, it is too much. And it is so nice to have someone else's brain on that part of it. Just you know, offloading some of that responsibility. And we are, we're supposed to be doing this um, massive content sharing every week. And even if you don't have a podcast or a YouTube channel, you're supposed to be showing up on reels. You need to be updating your website, blogging, like all of this stuff can help create traffic and drive traffic to your store. So having someone to take that off your plate is just, it's, it's crucial. It's, it's so important these days because it will easily suck up your time. And we already know that there's a lot of other tasks inside your store that only you can do that you need to be doing. Um, that marketing person, it could be in person. That person, you might have that person in your in your area, but it could also be virtually. They're organized and they can tell you what they need. If you can get organized with some of your assets, your photos, your videos, they can completely help you online. And I think it's, I think it goes back to what I was saying. I think it's just this block and this guilt that you talk about this a lot, being like the superwoman and feeling like you have to do it all. Marketing is absolutely something to hand off. Now, marketing is different than sales. 
right? Mm -hmm. You know, sales is like getting the conversion and having the conversations, marketing's driving the traffic. And so there's a time and a place for that. Marketing should be happening all the time. Therefore, it falls into that, you know, 80% of the, the work that you should be delegating. Now, some of the marketing only you can do, right? The videos, when it's your voice, but someone else can edit it, post it, hashtag it, research it, repurpose it and all of that. You don't need to be wasting your time there. So it's hard because there is, um, it's confusing right now in the VA world because there's admin VAs. We have executive assistant VAs uh, and you probably have someone in your store already helping with admin. The executive assistant is really doing those same tasks, but for you. So maybe you are starting to feel out of control with your own schedule, your speaking engagements, other things going on in your calendar. That might be time for an executive assistant, but then then there's this whole other category of a, a marketing assistant. And that really is in the mailroom. It's good to get someone learning your brand. And then as your business levels up, as you get more tasks, as they really understand, they can level up and be your marketing manager, which would be your dream sweet spot right there, where it's completely on someone else's plate and you can focus on other things. So totally, totally agree. And I am seeing that already happening with a lot of my retailers on the, even the everyday, and I don't mean it to take away from, uh, you know, marketing managers or anything along that lines, but the everyday postings and, you know, and I come from a place and I teach a lot about, you know, we don't have to be everywhere and do everything, but we do have to pay attention every day to marketing. So if you're not doing reels and all the things or whatever to get the foot traffic, because brick and mortar is a little bit different than, you know, that, but it's still, we still need to have our Google, my business updated. We still need to have our website working properly. Everything needs to be working. There needs to be a human hand on all of that stuff and human eyes. I say regularly, you know, the voice and all of that has to happen. Someone has to be paying attention to that. And if we let that slide, that will affect your foot traffic coming across the threshold, you know, into your store every day. So, so that is, you know, it's good to know that there are people out there. We can hire them. Um, what should we have? Let's say we want to hire somebody. The biggest sort of first step, I think, that a lot of people want, if they're not ready for the admin, or they're not ready, you know, for the um, not admin, but if they're not ready for the personal assistance and all of that, what is a a, a step that we should have prepared for? you know, I want some help with my social media. I want somebody to, you know, understand my voice and to do some posting. And I don't really know, like, what do we need to know? What do we need to prepare for? Or what do we need to ask or look for when we're seeking these, these unicorns out there to help us with our marketing? What are some things that we should be prepared for, you know, and ready to, to ask, I guess, too. I have a couple steps for this and I want to step backward into to staging all of this. And this is a step I despise personally, but you do need to track your time. And I know you've talked about this, but you've got to see where you're spending your time. Any um, balance life balance coach, work life balance coach will teach you this. But if you could sign up for toggle and categorize some of the tasks that you're doing and figure out what is eating up your time, because it will surprise you. And it will give you insight onto what you need to get off your plate. The whole goal is for you to be working 20% in your business on the things only you can do that are true money makers and hiring out the other 80% to people who can help you do the work because there are very competent people who can do it just like you. So tracking your time, kind of categorizing it will give you that dream list of tasks. 
What tasks do you hate doing? What's in your drudgery zone? What's at the bottom of your list that you're not doing that you wish you would get to? I would, I would just brain dump that. And, and the cool thing is if you do truly find a unicorn, somebody could pick up a lot of those. You don't have to have the most perfect job description. I know I'm a little bit different than other people in the industry, yeah. but you, you can find the unicorn who's willing to pick up some of that. So then how do you get ready to hire this person? You've got your dream list. You know, some things like, um, for me, let me think of what I did. Like I no longer do, uh, my blog post. I no longer format my blog post. I love doing it. I love it. Like it's like one way to do it. I love that feeling of something getting published, but that is not something I need to do in my business anymore. So now you create what is an SOP, a standard operating procedure. If it's something you do and you've done it, all you need to do is record it, take a loom video, write some steps on how you do it. It does not need to be perfect. And just so somebody could step in and do that task. That is probably the best thing you can do to set yourself up to hire somebody. And that SOP will explain exactly how they do it. Maybe you have certain logos, hex colors. Maybe you have certain ways you say things. I would start documenting all of that now. I, for me, I try to say, I want my people to only use my trademark term, digital marketing, unicorn digital marketing assistant. So I'm going to make sure we're using the proper noun every time. So this is called a voice guide. Maybe there's words you'll never say that you hate. Maybe there's emojis you love or hate. Like start thinking about this because this will set this person up for success to start learning your voice and be able to write like you. Ultimately, we want a unicorn who can help us with a little bit of tech, a little bit of writing and graphic design and whatnot, but they've got a, they need a starting place. And I think what holds is that feeling of I'm not organized enough and this is not perfect, but if you truly get a unicorn somebody who is a go-getter, they can run with your SOPs. They can make them better. They can become more efficient at it. It does not need to be perfect to hire somebody. And you can say that. We feel very vulnerable. And let me tell you something. Every single client I've worked with has not been perfectly organized and had everything together. We all have our messy areas. Yeah. It's because time is limiting. We, we can't if we did that, our businesses would stay stuck. If we focused on all these random rabbit holes of perfection, our businesses wouldn't grow. So you're no different. Anyone listening to this, I know you're no different. So it's okay. Let that go. I also think that knowing what category of task that this is, like there's a money-making task that A, somebody could help you with, but there's also a time-saving task. And, and not everything, not every person, you know, we talked about the ROI of who you hire. Not everyone is bringing in money. Sometimes they're saving you time so you can make the money, so yeah. you can make those decisions, so you can do the visibility. And so being aware of where this falls into, what the tasks fall into is eye-opening. And I can remember when I was doing PR, Wendy, it was very frustrating at the Arts Council because I was basically in competition with the development director. The development director was bringing in corporate sponsors with lots of zeros. I was doing PR and I had zero tracking on what I was doing. And so I kind of have to relate it to that from my, my former life. Like you can see physically what's bringing you money. And I mean, that, that lady got all the attention from the board. Everyone was like proud of her. And like, you can't quantify 
what my PSAs and my radio spots and giveaways did. You just couldn't quantify it unless you hired a big marketing survey team. And so realize that with time saving and money making, not everything is going to have this immediate immediate dollar added to your business. But that PR aspect, that time-saving aspect is just as important. So I just equated PR with time-saving. So I hope you followed me. <laughs> yeah. No, I no, but that goes back to even, like you said, the, using Toggle. And so Toggle's an app. Um, I know that uh, Emily went through that quick. Or, you know, just use a piece of paper and where are you spending your time? So I'm spending four hours um, every week, let's say, doing the same task over and over again. Yeah where Wendy could be on the floor selling, you know, or you could be on the floor selling is what I, I guess what I mean, or ordering your inventory or doing those other tasks that are making you money, that four hours could be allocated to somebody else. So, so it totally makes sense. I mean, that, you know, there are jobs that need to be done. And so I love also, I just want to unpack the brand voice. So you started that for me and I actually use that and I actually use SOPs. Okay. Everybody hates SOPs. Let's just, let's all talk about this. Everybody, as soon as I say SOPs, their eyes are glazing over money and SOPs, like standard oh. procedures or systems. Everybody like tunes out. So come back to us if you've left. <laughs> come back. We're talking about systems and we're talking about, but really those are just checklists. They're just checklists. Like that's like, if you just stop calling it systems and SOPs and you just call it like, here's how we do this. And I, and I do love the video thing. I have asked my uh, people that help me now, I have several people that are helping me in different aspects. I have asked them to keep those SOPs updated. So it's like, when I ask you to do something and it's not on the checklist, add it to the checklist so that we know it's part of the, it could be super simple. So, you know, having, having support doesn't have to be overwhelming. You just do a basic checklist if that's all you have right now. And brand voice is the other thing. So a brand voice guide is something I really want retailers to listen to and think about having it can be a google doc which is what emily started for me and it literally like she cut and paste stuff like she you know like <laughs> i mean there was like she i know you started it i have like worked on that since then i have one for our creative uh, lifestyle business as well too and what we have there is we've got you know here are the the brand font colors here's our logos here is how like like there's things wendy would never say like i never swear like i'm just not a swearer on social or anything you know i just wouldn't do that so when you hire somebody you don't want that to be unaligned and i think that's the fear i hear retailers say yeah. you don't want somebody to like do things that i would never do and again what emojis do you use all the time what do you how do you it's super uh you could even copy and paste some of your posts like these are the types of posts I love these are the ones that I would share a lot you know and just copy and paste put that in that doc so when you do hire somebody um as Emily suggested yeah. we do they've kind of got a guideline right and then we can just work from there as to okay now on Tuesdays we're going to do reels and whatever whatever we're doing to, yeah. to put our marketing so I teach uh, a lot of framework I mean I know that you know you've heard me talk about my framework about like attracting and nurture engaging and nurturing serving and wowing that's our five-part framework yeah. for marketing and I've had retailers give that framework to their people so that they can um you know, here's how we're going to get new eyeballs. Here's how we're going to engage. So it's not like you're taking, I guess I don't, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's not like someone's going to come into your business and say, okay, here's what I'm going to do, but they could be a voice of, Hey, here's some ideas, yeah. but you can still keep it into your framework as to how you want it done. But taking that off your plate is amazing. It's a, it's like, 
when Emily was helping me with, and, and at the time I had the studio and the shop and I, I was doing all the things and coaching and everything. It was such a big relief to take that off my plate. And that's what I'm trying to encourage retailers to remember. Also, we can have, you have uh, assistants that are, you know, not just marketing assistants, but we can find help with uploading data for our Shopify and graphics and, you know, all of your online and your e-commerce sites, those of you with e-commerce uploading images to your website, keeping things fresh on your Google My Business. These are all marketing tasks and all things that have to happen. And we can find help for that. I have a retailer who recently said she just spent like seven hours, you know, sitting down, uploading everything for her Shopify site or for her website or her POSs. And I'm like, what in the what are you doing? I don't swear, right? So <laughs> I don't swear a lot. I said, what in the what are you doing? You know, and she's like, well, you know, it, it, but that's seven hours of her. And she runs a really big, really awesome retail business. And I mean, even yeah. an employee can be, you know, I mean, this is where we have to be thinking smarter and, yes. and that's where help comes into play. So the next question is, okay, I need help. I know now what I have to do to get the help or to be prepared for that help. I'm willing to invest in it because you will see an ROI. I promise you, if you free up the time so that you can do the things that are important, as Emily said, where in the world do people, like, where do, where do VAs hang out? How do we find them? Where, where, what's the best way, what's the best way to approach looking for um, somebody to help us with our business? Oh, this is probably my number one question. And now I have to preface and say there is a contingent, there are contingents of overseas VAs who will work for less than $10 an hour. And they are more, I have an ethical problem with it, but I got to address it, Wendy. Um, I got to address it because it, it is an option for people on a budget. There are really good workers overseas, but they're usually more of the soldier. And I usually say general versus soldier. They're going to wait to be told what to do. They're not going to quite be that right-hand person. You're truly looking to groom to move up your ladder. There is a time and place for that. There is a time and a place for going to an agency and saying, hey, do you have someone trained up that I can use? Um, there's lots of VA agencies out there who are stateside in Canada as well. And the problem I have with those is you're going to be paying an arm and a leg that person's going to be getting about half of that rate. They're not going to be loyal to you and they don't stay. If they're good at what they do, they never stay at those agencies. So, but that could help you in a tight spot. It absolutely could. But my favorite place to find your person is someone who's already in your community, honestly, not to sell my, not to sell my people short here, but there might be somebody in your community who has these skills, who's taken a course, who already has clients. That's what happened with Jennifer Allwood. That's how she found me. She made a post to her social media, said, I need help with a media kit. And I raised my hand. And so start there. Now, some of us feel a little bit awkward about hiring someone within our own community, but you could get someone who already is familiar with your brand, is passionate about your business. Uh, sometimes the scary thing is, are, am I going to get someone who wants to steal my business? You know, is it somebody who has like a similar business? You know, that's something to watch out for, but usually not. So start with your communities, make posts on social. Um, it would be ideal to find somebody in your community who has these skills. I know we could do this virtually, but if I were a brick and mortar, I would love a marketing person who could come in and take some video for me 
you know, then there's other places we can look. There are always uh, freelancers on Fiverr, Freelancer, Upwork, those websites. You're going to get the one and done person, but you could get a specialist, maybe a graphic designer, maybe a website designer. You can find the specialist over there, but they're, they're not going to be that right hand person that we're talking about. We're talking about a teammate. So I, I have a, my community of people is at hireaunicorn.com and you can go there and fill out very loosely what those tasks are that you want to hire, that you need help with, and we'll share it with our work group. Uh, you can also share in any kind of business community, talk to your business peers, talk to people um, in Wendy's memberships in her masterminds, find out who they're using. A good, a good client will share and say, hey, you know what? Emily's on my team. If she's not available, Emily will know someone. So tap into your network. That is a really good way to do it. You could go to a Facebook group with 40,000 VAs and post your group, but you will hate the aftermath of being inundated of people who don't follow the rules, who DM you, cold pitch you, don't stop cold pitching you. So I don't recommend doing that, but there is that option just to be paint that clear. So yeah, you have a lot of options. I think the main thing is to talk to the people around you, talk to people who are successful, find out who they use. There's a whole underground network of people like me who are doing the client work that don't have a website, don't have a robust Instagram because we like being behind the scenes and you just need to tap into that. So I encourage you to try my work group. um, If if you know you want a unicorn, but also check those audiences that we just talked about. Yeah, that is such great advice. I hadn't thought of that. So I I will admit I have had the experience of working with um, overseas and and you are right. It's like one and done, no relationship, whatever. I mean, I don't know. That's not what I was looking for or seeking. Yeah, Um, that might be fine if you're looking for, I don't know, Canva graphics. I don't even know. Even that, you know, same with um, it it is hard. And I think and a good reminder for a lot of retailers you might have somebody on your team, maybe one of your uh, employees is really invested in helping you. If you have a small team or a small, you know, there might be somebody already that's helping you, or maybe you have, uh, and, and I, you know, maybe there's a, somebody really close to your, in your family or, you know, that wants to do it. You know, at one point before my daughter decided to go back to university, she was going to, you know, she was going to join my, my team. And I was, you know, I had this this human, my child that I trusted and who was invested in helping us, but uh, she didn't know what to do. So I think, uh, and if you don't mind me, <laughs> I hope I'm not throwing you under the bus no, here. You have, uh, so Emily also has done for you. I think it's done for you training. I should have asked this before we jump <laughs> on. But I think you have some self-study programs so that like, if yeah. you have somebody that you just, that, that you just want to have them level up or learn a little bit more about how they can help you. I think Emily has some programs uh, and, and, you know, if not Emily, I'm sure there's other people, but Emily, you have a self-study program that we could yeah. maybe share that information on the, on the show notes as well. Yeah. Um, what I found was most VA courses just teach people how to set up a business mm. and they don't teach them how to do the work. And when I was on Jennifer's team, we hired somebody to help. And I was shocked Wendy at how much she did not know. 
And I started training her because I'm a good teammate. And I started to feel a little bit gross about it because I'm giving away my intellectual property. But I basically birthed my course here. And it's called the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School. And I teach that marketing foundation that you need to have an online presence and grow this audience. Whether you're brick and mortar or a digital course business or a membership site business or whatever, coaching services providers. So I um, put everything in this course. We cover email marketing, funnel building, website updates, affiliate marketing, social media marketing. And if you have somebody like Wendy's talking about that just needs that level up into marketing, they don't need to go to marketing school and get an expensive four-year degree. Those don't even cover online marketing right now. They're not even like updated and relevant send them through this self-study program and they will have all of the tools, all of the resources to be that person for you. And the whole idea is that you are now creating this invested loyal teammate who comes to the table with ideas, stepping up into a strategy role. It doesn't happen overnight, especially with someone brand new. I was lucky. I had a a little bit of a marketing background and a PR background and whatnot, but I've had people with zero marketing level up into this position and find specializations and realize they love writing. And there's always going to be some level to go up. And so you were talking about, um, you know, your daughter, adding your daughter, like sometimes we have a family member who's a go-getter. We just see that spark in them. Mm -hmm. You know, the person you can count on who gets things done. That's the type of person who would do really well with this program. Yeah. I, and I will agree. I've seen people go through that. I've seen, I've seen some of my retailers, I've worked with people that have gone through that program. So um, I think it's really good. And I, I do think, um, and I hate the word grooming, but that is what we're doing with grooming people to work and like, like loving on our own, you know, our own people that want to stay. And I think when people are invested in helping you, you were invested in helping me, you still are. I mean, years later, you're still, you know, inquiring and how can I help you? And, you know, because you're invested in my success, but because it's our success, like it kind of ripples down. Right. So uh, so I I appreciate you for that. I, I and I think that's the kind of team members that we all need to remember that we want to grow because just posting on social media great like that's just not marketing so I think combining uh and just to you know just to remind everybody going through like if you're confused about how to market your business again I have that framework it's called you know foot traffic made simple like and it's a framework that I you know I believe in that can be customized to any like whether you want to like be all in or and do the reels and all the things or you just want to be you know, local and do some things here. Again, how are we getting new eyeballs and having somebody go through understanding that principle and then helping you with the details and, and brainstorming. You're, you're absolutely right that there's um, an intent. I don't know. It's not intangible because it does kind of come back at you when you have somebody that you can brainstorm with and a trusted person who's invested does make a difference in our, in our, in, in our business. And I think that's what we all want. We just want somebody on our team to help us with our marketing. You know, we don't want to just pan it off and, and then it's not, I don't know, it's not, it's not going to be a good experience for our customers either. Right. So right, we want someone to care about our business. We don't want to hire the person who's doing the minimum collecting a paycheck. There are some repetitive tasks that can go overseas. Like, I was talking to Amy Porterfield's team and they have all these graphics they're putting together for her right. upcoming book. Like that's like 200 graphics. They're going to outsource that. But 
when you are looking at that, like longevity, that long-term, like how do you want your team to look? What do you want your dream business to look like? Do you really want to be the one doing your hashtag research and, (laughs) you know, writing a post? No. I mean, we all want to get out of that. And there's a season I'm like laughing at the, um, not laughing at her with her. Cause I know that rabbit hole of avoidance. You're talking about the mastermind uh, person doing her own Shopify. I mean, that's absolutely something that is not the best use of your time. Somebody could do it, but maybe she didn't have the, the process in place. So somebody could take it on. That's, That's probably what helped oh, it would. It'll take yeah. me too long to teach my team or teach everybody. Exactly. And I'm like, well, it takes like, you literally have to teach somebody once. And then anyway, but we, I, I, we all know that sometimes yeah. but we all do that where I'm guilty. Yeah. Oh, I am the worst because sometimes I just want to go back. I mean, my roots were in blogging, like, you know, helping Jennifer blog, helping you blog. I love to format a blog, get the SEO right. I will get lost in it for my own business and I have to kind of slap myself out of it. Like, no, Emily, just because you can do it doesn't mean you should be spending your time on it. We we should wrap up on that. So I want to thank you for being here. Anything else you'd like to share? Um, You you know, you had asked about what questions to ask when hiring a VA. And I have a few little tips here. First of all, always look at their portfolio if they do anything creative, because you want to make sure they can do it. Um, When you're interviewing them, really talk about turnaround times, availability, what tasks do they love? What do they not love? That's going to give you a lot of insight if this is the right hire. Mm -hmm. Um, Talk to referrals. If it's somebody new, it's absolutely okay if somebody doesn't have a website, if they're not playing big on social. A lot of us, like I said, we're very happy behind the scenes supporting clients like Wendy. We're happy. Or Enneagram twos. We love it. We don't want to be in front of the camera. So don't judge someone if they don't have have this robust social and they're, you know, don't have all these headshots. Um, you, you really want to find out, does someone, does this person have the growth mindset? Are they going to rise to challenges? Do they love learning? Um, are they going to be dynamic? And that is the person you want to hire because anybody can fit. You want the person who can figure it out. You don't want the person who's going to run into a roadblock and, um, ghost you, you know, wither up and, and quit. You want the person who's going to take on a challenge and love it, even if it's temporary. And my number one question to ask to see if they have this growth mindset is to ask what course they're looking at. Like, what do they want to learn? If, 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 you know, money were no option, what would they invest in? And that will tell you everything. If this person says nothing, that's a big red flag. If this person says, I really want to take, you know, Google Analytics Academy, you know, you know what, you know, big aha moment, hire this person because they've got it. Now, all of that is important, but you also want to know their preferred communication. You know, you want to figure out like, what's the best way to communicate with this person. And yeah, so I think those are some good tips. I do have a resource, Wendy, with all my best questions at emilyreaganpr.com slash interview. And you can just snag those. So you don't have to frantically write down everything I just said. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, that's great. That is super, super great. So again, thank you for being here. I know. um, So a kind of a a funny side note to anybody listening, when we wrap up this interview, uh, Emily's jumping on an interview with Amy Porterfield. So I'm like, 
Well, thank you for being here at the Creative Shop Talk podcast and uh, say hi to Amy for us, will you? Because that's yeah. pretty impressive. Uh, it has been so fun watching you grow your business. And, you know, and actually it is interesting because watching you hire your own VAs or, you know, getting your own help and uh, setting boundaries and, you know, all of those things that we, I feel are important and we all could learn from. So thanks for, for uh, leading by example and Aww. taking some time out to be here. So we will share your resources. We'll share the best way to get a, a hold of you. Or um, we also, we definitely will be sharing the list on how uh, the form to fill out. What do you call that for your hireunicorn.com? Yes. I think that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. So we'll be sharing all of those links on uh, the show notes here for everybody and so that they can find you and reach out. And uh, Emily hangs out inside the inner circle with us once in a while and teaches us things. You'll see her if you're a member of the retailers inner circle. And if you're not, why not? Come on into the inner circle and check the library. Emily's shared quite a few uh, trainings inside the library. We have Pinterest. We have Pinterest in there. A lot of things. <laughs> uh, re- did we do reels? I feel like we've done a lot and I probably do another, I can do another one for you. Just ask, but thank yeah. you for having me. It was so nice to meet with a friend before I go do this scary interview. No, so thank you, uh, I'm very excited for you. And Amy's, uh, Amy Porterfield, for those of you who don't know, is like just, or if you probably have probably know her but anyhow she's a she's an inspiration and so thanks for taking time out of your day to join us here on the creative shop talk podcast we'll see you soon thanks well that's it for this week's episode of the creative shop talk podcast I'm so glad that you're here to join us this week, and I hope you found value in what we're sharing here. I want to remind you that our website has all of the show notes. You can find it at wendybatten.com slash podcast. Everything that you need to hear about today's podcast is there. Also an opportunity if you need to reach out to me. If I can support you in any way whatsoever, please feel free to reach out. So thanks for joining us. Please leave a review, subscribe if you can, and never miss an episode. We hope to see you back here again next week. Thanks, my friend. Have a great week.